Does God have problems? Can God have problems? It certainly appears so. Look at the evil in the world that goes counter to God's will. Look at the amount of unbelief in the world. Look at the things that believers do that give God a bad name. Look at some of the things you do. Look at what a hard time people have in trying to believe. At the very least, God has a public relations problem. But if we grant that the creator of the universe can have problems, what evidence is there that there might be a solution? Might we be that solution? And even if it is possible that I am the solution, or at least a solution, what must I do? I once asked a political activist what he hoped to achieve in life. His answer was simple. I want to be holy. That is what God needs of us and what God wants of us. God tells Moses in today's first reading to give a command to the people. Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. That is the basic reason for all the commandments of God. The commands of God, or for that matter of the church, have one object, the formation of holy people. In the Gospel, Jesus tells us, in a word, you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. My becoming holy is obviously very important, not only to me, but to God. But why? The first reason, of course, is that God loves me and therefore wants me to grow more and more as God's image that I am meant to be. But there's another reason as well, one that touches upon God's public relations problem. I must be perfect, as God is perfect, for otherwise, how will the world know how God loves? How am I to do this? There is much I can do to show the world that God is real, that God really cares about men and women, that people can know God and become holy like God. I can be God's PR agent, loving and being holy like God, and thus becoming a solution to God's problem. What would this perfect holiness look like? Is it faultlessness? In that case, God is out of luck. I'm not able to be faultless. I'm not even sure what it would look like, since I've never met anyone else who is able to be faultless. The same gospel passage that tells us to be perfect tells us what perfection looks like. And it's not a matter of being free of sin or defects. Neither is it some unchanging state of being. The perfection that God needs and wants from me is an activity. It's acting like Christ in the face of his murderers, offering prayer and loving service instead of revenge. It's generosity toward those in need. It's treating all men and women as members of my family, whether they or I like it or not. That is, when you think of it, what families are all about anyway. We cannot choose our families. We can only decide to love them. What makes other people my sisters and brothers is not a decision on my part or theirs. 
The choice is God's. God has chosen to be Father not only within the relationship we call Trinity, but has created, loved, and redeemed us, making us children of God and therefore brothers and sisters of one another. God's choice does not depend upon whether we're good or bad. The rain falls on us all. God's choice is made out of love, and we have no say in the matter. Therefore, for me to be perfect as my Heavenly Father is perfect means that I must love as my Father does without being choosy. That's not easy. I don't know how God could manage it except that God is love. But I'm not love, and so many of my sisters and brothers are not lovable. What can I do? I must remember that for Catholics, our highest activity is called Eucharist, Thanksgiving. That means that my faith is about recalling God's love for me. In return, though I cannot love as God does, in gratitude I can try. That willingness to try is perfection enough to satisfy our doting Father. Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.